Welcome back, everyone. It is the Progressive Patriots podcast. Just me, once again. Uh, having a little bit of problems lining people up, but it's all right. We're going to get to it. It is uh, 1940 on January 10th. So, uh, is the world on fire as you're listening to it? I couldn't tell you. Hopefully not. But let's get right into the news here. I haven't been able to find anything about this, like as far as uh, articles go. It's just confirmed word of mouth, you know what I mean? Like, it, it is true, it's just I haven't found anyone writing up on it entirely. That when it comes to the to Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which I've been putting as 3.14, just because I'm great like that. But uh, these immunity hearings... Uh, Specifically, does is uh, Trump disqualified from state ballots, um, as posed by the Colorado Supreme Court and the Maine Secretary of State? It seems that the Maine Secretary of State was kind of the straw of the two that, that broke the camel's back there. But she was she did it with the intention of getting the Supreme Court to get off their fucking asses and do something about it. So, yes, we will see how that goes. This is a pretty pivotal moment, you think? The the constitutional purists, as uh, they like to call themselves, when they fucking jerk themselves off about the verbiage of the Second Amendment being immutable and uh, complete and entirely clear, not at all vague, or left for left up for interpretation. The fucking, the 14th Amendment, sec, section 3 thereof, is exactly the same fucking way. The wording is clear. It is very specific what it is, uh, what it's meant, what it's preventing, and who qualifies for that uh, disqualification. <laughs> um, it outlines the criteria and everything. So I don't know. I, maybe it's just me. I don't know why there's this uh inconsistency in that in the the purity of the constitution with these people it's kind of weird but i mean speaking of that disparity uh there was i think it was i don't remember where it was i just heard a clip of it where somebody was asking i think a former federal judge about his uh if is presidential immunity a thing like does that grant is that like a blanket term does it apply to everything and he was basically saying yes um it was either or it was the, or it was the judge asking a lawyer about it either way that's how the conversation was going so they the conversation took a turn to uh could uh could a president order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political opponent? And and would they get away with that? And they just kind of like were fumbling over themselves like those university fucking presidents that um, were brought in to talk about fucking anti-Semitism on, on their campuses. But that's the same response that was being given was, as well, well, you know, technically, well, you know, if you think about it or if uh, we look at such and such uh, statute or precedent, 
dude, can is the president immune from punishment if they order an assassination? Are they immune from it? The qu the answer is fucking no. No, they're not. The the president is not immune from punishment for doing things wrong, for doing immoral things, illegal things. And what's um, what's kind of funny is that right now, as we weigh that question, if the question of is the president completely immune from any sort of punishment for acts that they commit while in office, if that answer is yes, Biden could do whatever the fuck he wants because he still has a year. He still has a year to do whatever he wants. If that's the case, he could, I don't know, order an assassination of somebody who shares a distinct coloring of a fucking mango. I don't know. That could happen. It's, it is not outside the realm of possibility. Biden wouldn't do that. I really don't think he would anyway. But like it, that's, I don't think they realize when they're saying that Trump is immune from punishment for all the things he did while he was president that Biden is also immune for all of the things he's doing, which I know that they would not be okay with. So, you know, but I mean, conservatives and making sense, name a more iconic non-duo. <sighs> all right, moving along here, the flavored tobacco ban in California goes ahead. So it's going to, hmm. So previously in 2020, the FDA put a ban on non-tobacco, non-menthol flavors for, um, for vape cartridges. And in um, November of 2022, Prop 31 in California, uh, banning flavored tobacco fucking anything passed with about 66%. Just, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of two-thirds of the vote. Uh, I remember the people that I, you know, my buddies that are in California talking about it, and they were saying, like, well, I mean, the only... Obviously, yes, the children, okay? We're worried about the children or whatever, but the people who smoke flavored cigarettes are typically, like, black black people who smoke menthols or uh, just anybody who smokes weed getting like shitty cigars or whatever. Uh, like rap, getting blunt wraps. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But, right. Uh, so, there is the Tobacco Control Act it's a, it is enforced by the FDA. And this prevents state and local laws from banning flavored tobacco, right? Or flavored tobacco products. So the FDA already issued a ban on this stuff and I expect they've been trying to expand it. Um, but the, the like the tobacco lobby, they appealed the the uh, or they they sued the state of California, and the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld the bans in California. 
And what happened earlier this week is the Supreme Court refused. They rejected the appeal, and they're not going to hear the case. So the bans are standing. So I don't know if you want to if you want to run Newports into into California, you might you might find yourself a uh, some good money. Uh, moving on to Congress. Some congressional stuff. Steve Scalise, gross David Duke without the baggage, as he calls himself. Uh, he is currently receiving stem cell treatments, stem cell transplants for multiple myeloma. It's a form of cancer of the blood. Um, now, I don't, I didn't keep the, the specific details of this, but this, you, you just want to guess. I know that you're going to fucking guess what this guy had voted against in the, in the past. And, and I, I just know you're going to be able to guess it. Fucking stem cell treatments. He voted against stem cell research, uh, stem cells as a treatment plan for anything. So surprising the shit that's saving his fucking life is the type of thing that he would vote against. Of course he would. Fucking of course he would. Because why wouldn't he? Uh, unfortunately, for the rest of us, multiple myeloma, it, with this treatment, it has a 90 plus percent survival rate. So, unfortunately, David Duke, without the baggage, will continue to uh, insist himself upon us <laughs> the i think this might have been better for a different section but the uh fiscal year 2024 budget was the top line numbers were approved i know that is super fucking exciting stuff the different section boring but important um so the top line numbers are that's as long as that's in place, like we have a foundation upon which we can build. So 886 billion was all, is already marked for defense spending and that's already approved. The um, NDAA is, it just gets bigger and bigger every fucking year. Conservative estimates at small C, like conservative, uh, <laughs> really, really generous estimates would be that 20, 20 to 25% of all of that money every year is not accounted for. 25, 20 to 25%. We'll just, we'll be nice and give them the 20. That's fucking obscene that 20% of almost $1 trillion is unaccounted for in government spending. It's, uh, it's really upsetting. And I, yeah, that's a really mild word, but I, I've seen, you know, people like, uh, political conservatives. I'm, I'm going to start calling them, calling them the regressive party, not the conservative party. They're the regressives. They are always talking about government, like inflated government overspending in government and, this is one of those instances where they where like accountability is not a factor here and that that's what bothers me 
is that if 20% of that budget is not accounted for, like, I have some very serious fucking concerns of where the fuck is it? And what are we doing with it? Where is it going? What's it being spent on? Who, like, whose fucking pockets is this going into? So I uh, wrote up this short little, I don't know, diatribe about rectifying this specifically as it pertains to regressives and their just completely backwards ideas of accountability and spending or hypocritical ideas of accountability and spending. So my thinking was that a third party, completely independent, one like as as separate from uh, any sort of government people as you can possibly get to audit the budget every year and all of the money that is not accounted for it has to be like has to be chipped it, it's gonna stay in though it's gonna get rolled over to the next budget but it's going to be used to improve quality of life for the troops in the in the specific ways of improving um, single enlisted and single officer housing, uh, fucking salaries across the board, starting from the bottom. So uh, the fucking privates need to pay for their 30, 34.9% APR uh, Mustang with 120,000 miles on it. <laughs> uh, but like th that is money that these families can use, that these legitimately working class families need uh i know that there are some factors that would make this not so but for but for some of a lot of the families are below the poverty line and the only reason they are able to stay afloat is because some of their things are paid for for them which is nice that's so that's great but um i don't know all this talk about uh, we do. Oh, who's gonna, who's gonna pay for it? When you talk about fucking anything, anytime you mention any sort of public programming, they the regressives are always saying, "Who's gonna pay for it?" Well, here's fucking a, one fifth to one quarter of a trillion dollars that we don't know where it's going. We have no idea, and I think that's quite a fair amount of money that could really could really be useful for a lot of people. <sighs> but, you know, imagine, imagine, uh, like I said, regressives and, you know, making sense or not being hypocrites. Find me a better non-pairing. Uh, right. One guy, Harry Dunn. He is he was he's a 15 year uh, law enforcement officer like law enforcement veteran he's announced his run for congress why is this important uh because he was one of the one of the more publicly visible uh police officers that was at the at the capitol riots on january 6th um so he is running in Maryland's third. There are some six others in his 
primary uh, that are all like state government officials. Uh, one one little bit from his like when he announced his candidacy is uh, uh, quote I absolutely believe it can happen again Donald Trump to this day has said he did nothing wrong and if somebody thinks they did nothing wrong then what's to stop them from doing it again end quote alright so well it looks like he has proper values so that's nice uh, here are this year some key races to keep an eye on uh, are they consequential? Uh, not all of them. Uh, like Alabama, Alabama 2, this is a new district. Uh, the state Supreme, or the Supreme Court knocked back, uh, some gerrymandered, uh, district maps. And this was created specifically in, uh, to include a mostly black areas so it's a <laughs> it's a it, it according to what i was reading at like from polling and stuff and uh, statistics of the area it's a safe bet that the democratic nominee is going to be the winner of this um but there's 18 candidates so it's really difficult to tell you which like who is what uh, moving on, uh, California's 20th, uh, Kevin McCarthy is retiring. Well, he retired actually like a week ago. Um, so this district is most likely going to stay Republican. Uh, the current front runner is Vince Fong, who was part of the California State Assembly and is a McCarthy aide or McCarthy staffer. So he's the current front runner. So expect him to be taking his old boss's seat. Oh, New York's third. This was George Santos's seat. So Tom Suozzi, uh, the, the Democrat that previously held, held the seat, or uh, Mansi Malesa Pillip, the Republican candidate. The special election is in February. And the even though uh, Suozzi held the seat, it's expected that it's going to be competitive. Uh, mm. Ohio six. I'm not sure why this is one that was listed as a race to watch. Uh, Bill Johnson, Republican, is retiring, or he's resigning on the 21st. He's going to. Uh, buck off and do other stuff uh the primaries in march uh the special election in june it's a hev heavy red district so uh, ohio's ninth jr majewski republican trying to unseat marcy captor the democrat uh the th the one thing about this is um majewski is a He's one of those like stolen valor guys. He, it, it was found that he did serve. Yes, absolutely. He was in the service, but he really uh, exaggerated the extent of his service and the depth of it. So who knows? 
Uh, will that fly? Uh, huh. Again? Like, well, he dropped out last time because of it, but is, is that going to be a problem for him? I would hope that it's brought to the forefront as often as possible. Like, the dude's not even honest on his resume. How the fuck is he going to be honest in Washington? That kind of branding, right? Um, hmm. Washington's third for first term Marie Glusenkamp Glusenkamp Perez uh, is the incumbent Democrat facing her opponent from last year Joe Kent um, Kent is a MAGA fucking moron who, who was personally endorsed by Trump so isn't that nice Joe Kent has his values right doesn't he uh, some key Senate races. Arizona, no shit. I know, well, no shit for me. Cinema uh, turned out to be a fucking scoundrel. Uh, she left the Democratic Party. She has not announced if she's going to be running for re-election yet. So that leaves her up in the air. But the Democratic primary is uh, Ruben Gallego. He's a he currently a representative in Arizona's third versus Alexander Keller, who not a lot of information was available on, which kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of counterintuitive thinking you're uh, going to be a public servant, public employee. So you'd think you'd want your info out there as much as possible. I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's out there if I dig, was digging more, but, uh, I had a lot of a lot more stuff I had to look up, so I didn't. But uh, right now, I honestly hadn't even really heard. I knew somebody else was running in the Democratic primary. I didn't know who they who they were. Um, it's pretty clear uh, Gallego's going to win the Democratic nomination. In the Republican side of things, uh, Carrie Lake, the fucking lunatic that was running for governor and lost to Kate Hobbs. And Mark Lamb, they are the front runners for the Republican nomination. I believe there's a total of six or eight, one of those two candidates for this one. But those are the only two that have any sort of recognition. Mark Lamb, he's currently Gila County. It's where the city of Tucson is. He's the Gila County Sheriff. Um, Carrie Lake used, I remember seeing her on like the news when I was a kid, she was on the local local Fox station, which, like, yes, Fox, cable TV Fox is completely different from, like, local, local news channels, you know, that are not Sinclair Broadcasting. But I had a chance to meet Mark Lamb one time, and I did not agree with a lot of what his positions are no surprise there but he seems to be a much more level person um he it was obvious that he was repeating the maga positions on stupid shit like the like uh the election fraud in 2020 that the non-existent election fraud so they're he was he actually slipped up and said that there wasn't any 
and then he had to correct himself. He tried to correct himself, but didn't work. Um, so he he's it's obvious he's playing he's playing the part that's expected of him. He was I think um, he was a special operations special forces I think Navy SEAL, but it might have been someone else. Either way, um, he's so he's like the more sane option here, like to the extent that's even a valid term to use. But between the two. Uh, Carrie Lake is like in your face fucking crazy. Mark Lamb is just uh, kind of playing the part of a crazy person for the sake of uh, success. So it kind of turns into what do you when it like we're I'm, we're assuming that Gallego wins a, the Dem nomination, right? So do you want him squaring off with Carrie Lake? who is a f complete fucking psycho. Completely weird. Um, or do you, like, the more toned-down edition, like, more, like, reminiscent of mainstream regressivism of yesteryears before Trump and all that? So which one do you want to go up against? Uh, I'm assuming because the... Uh, Arizona Democrats were able to beat Carrie Lake in the gu gubernatorial that they're going to be preferring that she wins might be committing some funds to doing that I don't like that strategy but I mean what the fuck do I know uh, let's see Montana uh, incumbent John Tester Democrat running against Tim Sheehy the Republican Fucking Bob Menendez, the, the good old fucking gold bars and stacks of cash in your suit pockets that are hanging in your closet. Um, so he has not announced his he has not announced his re-election campaign yet. Uh, he I have been seeing word of him I think trying to plead through the media that to get try to get it in a roundabout way to someone who can dismiss his cases he says he's like i'm totally innocent come on bro we all know you're not uh but in his uh running for his seat is uh tammy murphy this is the wife of the current governor of new jersey she was a financial whiz kid worked at Goldman Sachs, among other major firms. Andy Kim currently represents New Jersey's third district. Um, Patricia Campos Medina is the executive director of Cornell University's School of Industrial and Labor Relations. It's a fucking mouthful, but that, those are the leading ones. Um, there's another guy, he's a, a activist, type like a what do they call it uh, organizer or whatever so there's also him um ohio sherrod brown is defending his seat uh he's a good dude i hope he hope he keeps hope we keep him a republican primary is going to be the current secretary of state frank larose who is a fucking trump acolyte um, Ohio Senator Matt Dolan. 
and entrepreneur Bernie Moreno. Uh, Frank LaRose, the Secretary of State there, he is one of those like election election denier types, I think. Big lie kind of fucking morons. Uh, Pennsylvania. Incumbent Bob Casey running against Dave McCormick. So, uh, didn't take more details down there, but Pennsylvania is typically and historically competitive when it comes to fucking anything. So expect some uh, competition there. Uh, Utah, Mitt Romney is retiring. His, uh, given what Utah is like, the Republican nominee is likely to be... The Republican nominee is probably going to be the winner. Uh, we have Representative John Curtis, the son of Romney's predecessor, uh, his, uh, Brent Oren Hatch. Like the, that name is, uh, I remember, I, the name's familiar. And uh, the Speaker of the Utah State House of Representatives, Brad Wilson. So those are some fun ones, I guess. Um, I'm interested to see who all is running in that Alabama 2, that new one. I, it would be nice to get an idea of like who's throwing their hat in, what kind of people are throwing their hats in. Uh, all right, moving on really quick. This one is the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd fucking Austin, was MIA from the first, at least the first, until a few days ago. Um, no, like, legitimately, nobody knew where he was or why he was gone. Uh, so it turns out that he had, he was extremely private about this. This is a revelation to a lot of people. Uh, well, pretty much everyone, but I expect his immediate family. He had prostate cancer. So he underwent a surgery sometime before the 22nd of December. And for complications, I think, that were helped in part by the surgery or made worse in part by the surgery. He had a complications of a UTI. Uh, so he was at a Walter Reed hospital from the first. Uh, no one knew where he was until January 4th. Um, hmm. I think that was when he, like, he emailed his, uh, his deputy. And she was on vacation in uh, Puerto Rico. So I'm sure that's really fun. It's a fun thing to get fun email to get while you're on vacation uh right but so he, that was about when people real that's when people started figuring out that's where he was um nobody knew what exactly was wrong with him until yesterday um all of this no one no, no one knew stuff includes president vice president all of the people who should fucking know where you are that, yeah, they were not in the loop. Um, bad idea, bud. Fortunately, the um, the the White House like official position and the Pentagon official position. The White House is that there is no 
question of if he will be terminated because he's not going to be and the pentagon uh, also in an official statement was that they're not going to be pushing for the consideration of his termination still it's kind of spooky because you know he has quite a bit of power in his uh in his hands and to just go off the go off the map like that not a good one you don't you you could just not tell them what exactly is wrong for the sake of your privacy but like dudes if you're gonna be in the hospital man you gotta fucking tell people not cool but whatever he's keeping his job so all's well that ends well i suppose i don't know i hope he gets better at, at the least uh right moving into one criminal justice situation uh today earlier today a federal judge cleared a new technique for capital punishment i.e death penalty the technique would involve a sealed gas gas mask kind of apparatus on the face of the person and then uh nitrogen gas being the only source of air being fed into that mask and yeah you just sort of asphyxiate fun i think because it's the the nature of nitrogen asphyxiation it's not i don't think i think you just black out before you you know kick the bucket but uh, the judge who cleared this uh, he turned he uh rejected the uh smith tried to that that's the guy's name i'm i'm sorry his name is uh, kenneth smith he tried to uh sue the state of alabama that this is cruel and unusual punishment and the judge judge hoffaker ruled that quote smith is not guaranteed a painless death and smith has not shown the current protocol is sure or very likely to cause substantial risk of serious harm or super added pain smith is not guaranteed a painless death um i know that he cited or he mentioned a supreme court ruling or citation but he did i didn't see it where i got this info from still it's so the his lawyer robert grass is going to be appealing the decision as one would something interesting about kevin kenneth smith is that he was there was a previous attempt for capital punishment to be placed upon him uh he was he was supposed to have been executed by lethal injection but be there the um attempts to find a vein to inject the chemicals they, uh, they, they kept failing um the reason being that they're not medical professionals right they're just what fucking prison correction officers or other staff like in the it's like the hippocratic oath that you can't you can't and you can't help them do it because you know what they're gonna do so that's uh 
the gas mask kind of takes that takes that problem off the table, I suppose. But I don't I don't know what like what are what is this like just more refined forms of fucking savagery. I don't understand how this is like an improvement on anything. I don't understand why people uh, advocate for the death penalty anyway, because I don't know why you would want the government to have the ability to legally kill you. I That just does not make sense to me. But I don't know. Uh, and the argument in return is always well they they did x y and z they did such and such yeah they did but that like who fucking cares about them this isn't they're scum and they're going to be rotting for the rest of their life anyway they're i don't give a shit let him rot let them rot i don't care this is about us what do what what do we do in the face of such injustice. Do we ourselves become unjust? I don't think so. I don't think that's the right move to make. But, hey. What do I know? I haven't been in a position to where that that mindset is truly tested. I can't. So I can't. I honestly can't say, certainly, what I would do. Being the being on the receiving end of somebody's crimes, but oh man, I don't want to. This one, another one, Iowa school shooting in Perry, Iowa. This one was on the fourth of January. Um, one sixth grader was killed. Five other people were hurt. Four were students. Uh, one was an administrator the principal of the nearby East Valley High School. The shooter was a 17-year-old student that attended Perry High School, which was found... It, it's uh, connected to the middle school. And uh, he killed himself before he could be taken in. He's a fucking pussy. Fucking coward. Um, there was a substantial IED that was found. State marshals, state fire marshals, and uh, the ATF uh, disabled it. So, an interesting statistic. When I say interesting, I mean fucking horrible and disgusting. Uh, 346 cases of school shootings in 2023, uh, according to a school shooting database. It's the third year in a row that the record was broken and the records go back to 1966 um for the sake of how the database defines a school shooting uh, a shooting is defined as a firearm brought out in a school a gun firing in the direction of a school or a bullet hitting school property. Um, uh, presidential, regressive presidential candidate uh, Vivek Ramaswamy offered his thoughts and prayers. It's very nice of him. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre 
her words, quote, we cannot allow these tragedies to continue. We have to do something, end quote. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'll just move, moving along, I guess. The, that California law on uh, public carries, firearm carries, uh, the law that was previously blocked had been cleared to be implemented in, well, not entirely. The uh, Ninth Circuit appellate court judge issued a, a stay on the injunction so that a three-judge panel could uh, litigate, or while well, litigation took place. So, but the appeals court, the three panel, the three-judge panel ruled that the block of the law, in the initial block of the law, will stand. So, public carries for whatever this was restricting, like what I think it was like place family places. They kept saying like schools, well, schools obviously, but like public parks, uh, churches, or that kind of thing. Uh, right. I mentioned a while back, Elijah McLean, a young man that was killed by the police when they decided for whatever reason to fucking beat his ass. And then they called paramedics who in turn injected him with way too much of a sedative and he died right uh, so I'm just going I'm going to be using uh, LEO with a number to tell you uh, to reference who is who because fuck them so LEO 1 was sentenced to 14 months for third degree assault uh, he has until March 22nd to surrender himself to the Adams County Jail. Uh, he had, yeah, he, so he got, also got, for the negligent homicide, he has 90 days and four years of probation for, for the negligent homicide, and those will be served concurrently. So no extra time on that 14 months, but four years of probation afterwards. Uh, the judge presiding, Mark Warner, he said, quote, the court was shocked by what appeared to be indifference to Elijah's sufferings, end quote. Uh, yes, if you heard any of it, saw any of it, read any of it, which I did. Yeah, it, they really just did not give a shit. Uh, they they just kept deferring to saying like th they would defer to this is what we were taught to do like no buddy no you're not no you're not taught to beat the shit out of a guy like a third your size for no fucking reason <laughs> it's completely ridiculous um, Elijah's mother Shanine McLean was allowed to address the court before sentencing. Uh, she said that she was looking for remorse or shame from the law enforcement officers 
that were involved in Elijah's murder. Uh, her words, quote, I have found none. I have listened to the trials to see if I could hear it in their voices, but instead I only heard lies and blaming others for their trained cruelty, end quote. And like I was saying about them deferring, here's uh, LEO1. Quote, I cannot help but contemplate all the different scenarios that could have taken place that evening that may have resulted in a different outcome. For example, I wish that bystander would not have made that 911 call. End quote. Like, bro, yeah, that, that's what it is? It's like, nothing about what you did was wrong there? Um, the state prosecutor, Jason Slothaber, he said that uh, LEO1's statement showed no acknowledgement of his intent to harm Mr. McLean through pain, no acknowledgement of his gross deviations from his training. In fact, quite the opposite. Um, yeah. Pretty fucking standard. This is like par for the course. They, it's like... So this is um com like tangentially related, but... When I first, uh, I don't want to use the word graduated, but like completed my college coursework for the program that I was in, I was, for the first couple of years, few years afterwards, I was called back to like be on a little panel that all of the students would come and ask questions, right? And invariably, Every single time I was ever there, without question, it, when it's a new batch of students, they would always ask, how much of what you're studying, how much of what you studied, do you use on a daily basis? Uh, and my response was always this, um, the few times that I did respond. It's, it's one of two things. First, if you, like, if you're reading your book and you're reading the fucking baby's first IT setup manual, if you're, that's what you're reading and you, you think you're going to read that, practice in the lab and then go to a company, go to Acme and do that on their stuff, you're, you're not going to use any of it. This is a complete waste of your fucking time if that's what you think. If that's what you're expecting. But what you are learning is how these things work. You're, you are learning the steps involved so that when you encounter an issue, you know what the steps uh, to set things up are. And you follow those steps to find any issues. Uh, you're learning concepts. You're not learning tasks to repeat. So that's, every time I hear one of these fucking pigs say, oh yeah, I uh, just thinking about my training. Like, no, you fucking weren't. You were not thinking at your training. You're not learning how to more effectively kill people. That's not the fucking point. You're, you're supposed to learn how to de-escalate the situation and how... I always think, like, my own counter-argument to myself is, well, you don't understand the circumstances. I kind of do. Um, 
uh, the, it's just, why is your first reaction always to kill them? To do as much damage as you possibly can in as short of a time frame as you can. I don't fucking get it. You're not using your training. You're not de-escalating anything. You're not using the minimum amount of force in to, de to defuse a situation. You are instead pouring gasoline on what might be just a tiny little ember. But you're pouring a fucking drum of oil on it because you don't know any better because you're a fucking moron and you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to think. You know how to repeat what someone told you to do. <laughs> Goodness fucking gracious. Like, God. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know how these, it's acceptable for these people to be police officers, but I don't know. Some of those are workforces, right? <clears throat> All right. Um, I, this was a bit of a bright spot until earlier today when I found more. Uh, right. So on the 29th of December, the Republican governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, he vetoed a bill that would prohibit gender reassignment surgery or any sort of uh, puberty blocking medications. Uh, it would also have blocked trans women from women's sports. The, the usual shit that regressives like to, you know, try to stop people from living their own lives. Anyway, uh, Governor DeWine for, uh, well, at the time, for better, vetoed that bill. Uh, his words were, Parents have looked me in the eye and have told me that but for this treatment, their child would be dead. Ultimately, I think this is about protecting human life. This is what you would expect. This is what I would expect a politician to do. Maybe the, he went to different uh, kids' hospitals or other hospitals, and he met with trans people and the parents and the trans kids themselves, and that's what informed his decision by his own admission. It's this is what this is how it's supposed to go, man. Like you're you're representing your people, dude, and this is what you're supposed to do. Um, so unfortunately the Ohio state legislation is very heavily Republican and they overrode his veto 65 to 28. So not even close. Um, the state Senate is also a super majority for Republicans. So the, uh, the governor, expecting that this would happen, he had issued an executive order that would have uh, barred transition surgeries for minors, uh, which I don't know why that would, if you have your parents' permission, I don't know. But hey, fuck life. Um, I don't know, man. That's, I, he, I, he tried his best, I guess. Um, a for effort, 
Um, he, he went about it the right way, I think. I think it's a this is a good example that other Republicans can look at. And like before you decide on being a fucking idiot, maybe try meeting the people who's who are going to be affected by your decision. But I mean, apparent uh, con- uh, Republicans and you know empathy and logical thinking name me least iconic duo um one thing about an american cardinal his name is raymond burke he is one of the if not the senior cardinal for the u.s uh he is a harsh critic of Pope Francis. I think I mentioned on the last world one that I did, I was supposed to do supposed to do this. Shit got in the way. I'm sorry. You know you know how it goes. But um he's a he met with the Pope for the first time uh in the Pope's early years. <laughs> uh he the Pope removed Burke from any positions of authority that he had. Anything where he had decision-making authority or any sort of influential power, he was removed from those. He was put into ceremonial roles. So that's kind of fun. Uh, And I think leading up to this meeting, Burke was living in a subsidized, uh, subsidized housing which I do not expect was modest or humble, as they are supposed to be. But, yeah. <laughs> and among other privileges, I just thought that was the most uh, most fun one to mention. Um, Burke, uh, he was, he kind of antagonized the Pope, asking for clarification about that, that uh, marriage blessings thing. And he was phrasing his questioning in such a manner to be clear that he wanted to exclude the marriages that the Pope was trying to include. And he refused, and uh, the Pope fucking proceeded to bitch slap that fucking bitch. Um, I mentioned it on the world one about some Nigerian uh, priests and such that are, do not want to do this because they're fucking assholes. Oh, but um, good move on Pope Francis to uh, slap that bitch right in the face. Okay, travel and immigration. This might, I don't know if this counts as boring, but important. But it is important if you recently purchased an F-150 on the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration recalled about 113,000 of them for a rear axle hub bolt brake risk. Uh, that fucking that of all of the words, those are some of them. I don't know. If you have one, go get that checked out. Uh, ports of entry, the four four of them along the US Mexico border. San Diego, Eagle Pass in Texas, and then two in Arizona. So it's, imp- th- these are the 
the passes that predicate that their closing predicated Kate Hobbs declaring a state emergency and activating the National Guard to go do something about this because this is fucking ridiculous, man. Um, illegal crossings have dropped approximately 50% since they were reopened. And the average is still about 6.5 thousand people a day. Uh, that's according to uh, an official who wanted to remain anonymous. Um, and then another one who wanted to remain anonymous as well um, called for cautious optimism that historically uh, migration goes down during like the Christmas New Year and like plus or minus a week that time frame. So I'm a, I will look for more when more is available and I will bring it to your doors or to your doors, to your ear balls. Uh, I'm glad that the, the Arizona passes were open. Um, I was talking with some people who live in the Northeast and Midwest and naturally they have they, they're a little bit more concerned and kind of militant in what in how they in their outlooks on the situation and so what I was like trying to explain and I think it really went over actually pretty well surprisingly was like these are not a lot of these people um, are like workers, like day laborers, migrant workers. Um, they cross because they need to work. They need work and they're coming to work. They're not here for fucking anything. They, they go home at the end of the day. <laughs> Once they knock off, they leave. I don't, I don't know what you're fucking concerned about. Um, that's what made the ports of entry so good. Because it's a port for people to enter. We know who's crossing. Where are you going? What are you doing? How long are you going to be there? Awesome. Okay, if you get in trouble, we're, we're going to send you home or something. Whatever. But when you, when you eliminate legal options, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? Illegal options are going to be taken. Jeez. Like, I... One thing that fucking Grandpa Joe did say was that, like, th this situation is unsustainable. Like, no fucking kidding, dude. Would be nice if he did something. I know I did read that the Senate is... Uh, they're close to some arrangement. It's It includes Senate Republicans, um, obviously Democrats. I think... Um, the Department of Homeland Security is involved in the planning. It's just a matter of like how fucking stupid are the regressives in the House going to be, which is a lot. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Lauren Boebert's running for running in a new district. Oh, shit. I forgot to mention that one earlier. Yeah, she moved out of Colorado three into Colorado four, which is more red than Colorado three was. <laughs> So, how fun is that? Uh, but that person, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Speaker Johnson is like Professor Umbridge 
in Harry Potter. Says she'll like he, he will gladly cut your fucking wrists open and watch you bleed and just smile about it as he like wipes his knife off and puts it back in his pocket or something and then goes back to dinner with his family. It's fucking spooky. The 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 kind of depraved psychopath that I think he is. I'm not saying he's like that. I don't know. He sure sounds like it. He sure seems like it. <laughs> All right. Um, the waves in California over the new year, over Christmas and new year, there were some pretty extreme waves that were causing flooding as well as really heavy rain. Um, the waves are ranging from 25 to 30 feet. That is ridiculous. I, I did see that the surfers were happy about that. Uh, it's fucking December, dude. Why are you surfing right now? But <laughs> what the... I don't know. I, I don't... Not my thing. I don't know. Uh, huh. Moving along... Uh, making good on time. All right, cool. So the FDIC, this probably should be in the boring but important section as well, or get that tag on it. The FDIC appointed a new inspector general, Jennifer Fain. She has 22 years plus experience working in um, inspectors general offices for uh, housing and urban development and the Federal Housing Authority. So that, that's pretty cool. The There were, have been, numerous reports that allege FDIC Chair Martin Gruenberg was... He cult, himself cultivated a toxic workplace. And I did not see if some of them were his, but he was responsible for helping sweep multiple sexual harassment filings under the rug very not cool so yeah best of luck to fane these begins a special inquiry as soon as it every all everything's official which i think by now it should be uh the House Financial Services Committee co committee will also be starting an inquiry. Um, kind of weird. Weird how you waited until the Biden administration acted first, but I don't know. I just a suspicion there. All right, last thing. Before we get out of here, well, last two things. One, the New York, California, Illinois, Massachusetts have all reinstated mask mandates in hospitals for all staff and patients or visitors. Uh, I think, I don't remember what iteration of COVID we're on, um, but... The, the newer strains are much more infectious and contagious. So that's fun. Um, I've been fortunate to not 
have been touched by that bug yet, but we'll see. Uh, famous last words, right? Okay, in Florida, there is a ballot initiative to codify women's reproductive health care into the state constitution. Uh, it, it, the ballot measure just had received uh, about last week. It had enough votes. So the measure would ban laws that prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's healthcare provider. Uh, that seems pretty fucking sensical, but then again, I'm some fucking liberal soy boy, so what the fuck do I know about what makes sense and what doesn't? The uh, current limit uh, yeah, Ron DeSantis is a fucking idiot. Did that 15-week shit. Um, rooting for the ladies in Florida. I hope you guys get get the uh, protections that you deserve, and you get to you codify your autonomy into into the Constitution. There, uh, Texas, that situation. So. Um, let me reread my notes here. It was a little while ago. The U.S. Fifth Circuit Appellate Court blocked the EMTALA regulations on emergency abortion care. I had mentioned that. The Emergency uh, Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act. You remember? Like, doctors have to fucking save you. Uh, so there's that. Um, Circuit Court Judge Kurt Engelhart ruled that Mtala does not specify what care is protected, uh, i.e. receiving an abortion. Mtala could also require doctors to deliver a child, but it's up to the doctor's discretion to determine while also staying in compliance with state law. Like, here's the fucking thing, buddy. The state laws do not give any sort of lateral limits, man. The doctors don't fucking know. That's what the whole Kate Cox situation was, is that the doctors have no fucking idea what your intentionally ambiguous fucking law means. Um, Judge Fuckface Engelhart continued... Uh, further saying that Mtala does not allow for the unqualified right of a mother to abort. Uh, <laughs> the unqualified right, uh, as, as he put it, was that like the mother is not a medical care, not a medical professional. You're not a doctor. Okay, so what the fuck makes you, gives you the right to... What gives you the unqualified right to prevent a mother from aborting? You goddamn piece of shit. Idaho is having the exact same battle. I think that's the first place that I brought it up was Idaho. Um, I think they went through the Ninth Circuit, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, this is going to the Supreme Court, who's probably going to fucking rule in the favor of regression. Right. Great timing. Okay. That is going to do it for me today. So, network shit. Um, always working on it. Always putting up more. LVXmedia.net. 
you can see all the other shows we do. We got boxing, MMA, Slice of Life, uh, worldwide politics, as you know, on this feed and other stuff. Um, <clears throat> if you go to progressivepatriots.us, there are some contact options. If you would like to share your thoughts, ask some questions, correct me on something, I would be more than glad to correct the record. Um, on the website, progressivepatriots.us, there is an email option. It's pretty straightforward. And there is a phone number, right? So you, if you want to text or call, the call goes automatically to voicemail. The text is a text message as usual, but they're both anonymous. And I don't know who you are if you don't tell me. So you don't have to, but it would be nice to, if I'm going to, you know, quote something then on the show, then it would be nice to have a name to put it to. Um, social media posts, LVX Media Net is the handle for everything at the moment. Um, interacting with those posts helps. Um, it's, it's also an, another way to communicate. If you don't want to use the phone or email, you can hit me up on Instagram is the one like the only social media that I use uh, that I actively look at versus like threads or whatever that I just post onto and don't really ever check again <laughs> until I post the next thing. Uh, so if you want interacting with those helps, it helps to... Uh, highlight the post which has the hopefully unintended in indirect consequence of the podcast being highlighted but what helps the most is if you could rate this wherever you're listening to it it would be really helpful if you want to hit me with a fiver i would love it if you don't want to give me a fiver i i hope you would text me first and tell me why so i can maybe fix it before you do that but I'll leave that to you. Uh, a review, if you've got the time and you uh, have the inclination, would also be appreciated. Um, this is not an endorsement from them, but this is an endorsement from me. Common Defense is a national veterans group that like-minded people like me, maybe like you, where that well, chances are very, very likely, wherever it is that you are in the U.S., there is some common defense people there. Um, great people. Uh, it, it, people with a proper moral compass. You know what I mean? People with proper values. Um, and yeah, but also at the same time, like you can be the same like shitty fucking E4 mafia, Lance Coconut mafia. And you can still be that shitty little asshole too and that's fine <laughs> um but if you want to get involved um i know as the new year begins they will be getting their uh calls like they have these monthly monthly zoom things twice a month so those will be starting to ramp up as we get into the new year especially with this being an election year i know that they could use the help because i will be there helping so if you want uh, you can go to lvx.at slash cdef that's lux.at slash cdef and that is it um I am gonna try see if I can throw out a worldwide one 
we're wrapping up here. It's almost 2100. So we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening.